Hey, yo, say hello to the fact Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you're listening to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, P-P-P, the king of Adabing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SNS Network. And that's the bottom line. The gold, gold system. The world is listening. Gee, I hope nobody is taping this. Five, four, three, two, one. This is the open book. What? Your one-stop audio library for all things entertainment, video games, and the open book event. Tell me he didn't just say that. What? I know how to push your buttons too. I see everything you're going to do from a mile away. With your host, the sensational sequel, Sean. Spider Pig, Spider Pig. Does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, we can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig. And Ashley is my name. I admire your luck, Mr. Bond, 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 Bond. James Bond. The lesson is about to begin. Here's Sean and Ashley. Did you see that coming? It's time! What?
to the bank, break is running uh -huh. So much you too money I'm getting you too money I'm getting you too money Dabbing on the way to the bank, break is running uh -huh. So much you too money And the more you break, the more you scratch, the more cash The more I stash, and now you follow my ass And as fast as it lasts, with the past of the past I got cash in my grass, I got cash in my glass See right there, it's a brand new 20 What you call that? YouTube money See right there, it's a brand new 20 What you call that? What is up, boys, girls, everyone listening to the book tonight? Of course, I am the voice of the voiceless. I am Sensational Sequel, Sensational Spoiler, the Sensational Sean. And you are joining us once again, as always, for the open book. And this is a special open book because this is the last open book of the year. Yes, the last of the year. I'm looking very forward to this show, especially since I'll be right back here next week. <laughs> And I've got a lot of stuff to do today. We've got a lot of things to cover, especially with the first segment. So before I jump into it, let me go and bring on my co-host. He, of course, is the British Bastard. Last time I'll say that for the year, too. Uh, he is Ashley. What is up, man? I'm just wondering if cats and dogs are listening to this and going, what the hell is that racket on the computer? What do you mean? We were saying evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You're kind of doing New Age Outlaws, so I just thought I'd bring in the well, cats and dogs. Hold on, hold on. If we want to go that way. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, the SNS Radio Network proudly brings to you the open book. How's that? We're no longer tag team champions of the world. No, we're not. And I may actually put that in the intro. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, tonight, we do have a big show for you guys. We were supposed to have two special guests. One is sick. The other decided he didn't want to be live, so he's going to be doing a you know little piece himself. Oh well, who cares? I don't I don't need him on the show anyway. I don't care about him. Um, tonight we're going to be doing we're going to cover all of the news. Well, not news. We're going to be talking about all the different award stuff that we're going to be doing for um, wrestling giving away some awards just for the open book. And then we got a lot of stuff going on in the movie segment. We're going to try to keep, we're going to try to cut down the, the gaming segment this week a little bit. I've kind of got to cut the show a little bit, a little bit more than usual because of the fact that I have to pretty much go to bed as soon as the show is over. I'm going to Virginia tomorrow. So I've got an eight hour somewhat drive tomorrow. So, you know, just one of those things. So, that means Sean doesn't trust me with manning the phone lines on my own. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. So um, I do want to go ahead and get into this. Um, today we're going to cover a few different things. Um, I recently picked up the WWE Special Edition, the year of in-photos. I haven't had a chance to look at it. Tonight will be the first time I'll look at it. Um, so for a wrestling segment, I thought last week we might have a little fun. Anthony to you and chat if you could only hear me in a natural my natural speaking voice when I do that stuff you think I was really good even though I have done announcing before thank you very much um I gave you categories yesterday let me oh wait there we go um basically the categories we're going to cover are these are some categories I just thought of uh 
best WWE match, best TNA match, best indie match that covers all indie feds, best storyline of the year, best wrestle of the year, TNA, WWE, the indies, all three separate categories, worst match of the year, failed push of the year, um, superstar of the year, which will pretty much cover all category, all all groups, uh, different things. So I mean. I definitely want to cover all of these, and I may even come up with something off the top of my head before we jump into um, before we jump into any other segments. Before we jump into anything, but I do want to start off, and I want to go ahead and get through one of my special guests. Guests, guests. It sounds better. Uh, one of his stuff. Um, I was supposed to have two guests. I was supposed to have Sandro from the whole indie show. Of course, he is a regular on there pretty much, right, Ashley? On and off, yeah. Like I said, pretty much a regular. <laughs> and then um, I was supposed to have Bronx. Bronx basically decided he didn't want to do a life. Bronx decided to go out on his own, to go do his, his own little thing, and record a, a little thing or whatever. And then he decided to edit it, add in sounds. So I was like, okay, whatever, just send it to Brass Eye. We'll go with it. I'm going to go ahead and let Brass Eye play his so everyone can pretty much get their laugh out right now. And uh, we'll be back with you guys as soon as it's done. So enjoy. The Open Book and the SNS Radio Network proudly present. The Broadfathers 2012 Wrestling Year in Review. All right, everybody, the Bronx Father here on the Open Book, giving you your 2012 Wrestling Year in Review. And yes, what a year it has been. There's been some ups, there's been some downs. One of the downs being WWE Raw going to three hours. Many wrists have been slit. Many nooses have been hung. But yes, we are on a three-hour format for Raw every Monday night. And, you know, the ratings, the ratings, ladies and gentlemen, for both products this year, TNA has maintained their ratings, but the WWE has kind of fallen flat. Yes, that's right. The latter half of this year, the WWE ratings have dropped from a 3.4, 3.3 to 2.5s, 2.6s, 2.7s. That has been a direct result, ladies and gentlemen, of the three-hour Raws, in my opinion. We saw some debuts this year. Brodus Clay. Yes, Brodus Clay, who was marketed as the end of humanity, the end of civilization, well, not exactly. What happened was, Brodus Clay came out and danced and sang and had two hot chicks with him. So, we've also seen this year Austin Aries and TNA going from face back to heel, of course, losing the TNA World Heavyweight Championship to Jeff Hardy. Yes, it's been the Jeff Hardy year, uh, 2012, without a doubt. Jeff Hardy looks to be staying with the company. I hope so.
We've seen the Nature Boy. Woo! Ric Flair. Yes, Ric Flair. Getting divorced yet again. We've seen Hulk Hogan. Yes, Hulk Hogan. Ladies and gentlemen, put out a sex tape against his will. Yes, his relationship with Bubba the Love Sponge is dead, gone. Bubba, apparently, recorded Hogan having sex with his wife, meaning Bubba's wife. Yes, that's right. Can you believe it? Sheamus, the big show. The feud of the year, in my opinion. These two big guys have just been going at it completely, totally, utterly. Sheamus proving himself to be a good baby face after losing the title. Uh, I like Sheamus chasing, and uh, this feud has been one of my highlights of 2012. Now, what else do we have? We have CM Punk retaining the WWE title. Yes, for 400 plus days. That's right. CM Punk, 400 plus days. Simply amazing year for CM Punk. 393 days! It's been an awesome run. He has the rock to look forward to in 2013. Uh, I see that as being a very, very interesting feud. Back to TNA. Aces and eights. Yes, that has been our focus. It's been revealed that Devon is a part of Aces and Eights. Yes, Devon. Also, Bully Ray, another persona that has really taken off in this year. I mean, Bully Ray just going all out, man. He's in great shape. He looks good. He's been the staple heel. And now, yes, the sympathetic character of 2012, dating, of course, Brooke Hogan, who looks nothing like her dad. Well, I don't know about that, but we've seen AJ Lee continue the entire year of 2012 to reprise her role as a woman who will go with any guy on the roster. Yes, we've seen Paul Heyman. Yes, Paul Heyman, ladies and gentlemen, get together with CM Punk. I'm wondering how far that relationship is going to go into 2013. Dolph Ziggler, your man, Mr. Money in the Bank. Yes, yes. He's had that briefcase for quite a long time. I'm looking forward to him cashing it in in 2013. I think 2013 is, without a doubt, unequivocally, going to be the year of the Ziggler. Yes, I said it. The year of the Ziggler. Mark it on your calendars. You don't need to look at the Chinese calendars that tell you you've got the scorpion, the lion, the tiger, the bears. Oh my. Yes, yes, yes. Ziggs is going places. Vicky Guerrero, of course, being reanointed as the Raw GM. And people's ears have bled everywhere. Booker T. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker, sucker? Your SmackDown GM. Booker T doing a great job. I can't get enough of Booker T. He's awesome. Love it. TNA is, well, booking arenas that they possibly can't fill for 2013. But, 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 at least 
they are doing some positive things advertising wise lottery tickets all the rest this is what we've wanted out of tna and it looks like this year we may get it we of course saw brock lesnar's return to the wwe this year and we haven't seen much of Brock, you know, what's up with Brock, man? Are we going to get more of Brock, less of Brock? Is he worth the $200 billion WWE paid him? I don't know. We saw Linda McMahon yet again fail. Yes, fail. $100 million. Yes, $100 million. $100 billion. For both campaigns, she failed both times. People wonder if this could be the end of the PG era. I myself don't know. I think the WWE has become a lot more risque, if you will, since Linda lost the election. I mean, you look at the stuff that's been going on with AJ Lee and John Cena, and now AJ Lee and Dolph Ziggler. I mean, it's not exactly what I would call PG. So, maybe in 2013, we'll see a change. <laughs> maybe we'll go up to PG-13. Who knows? I don't know. But we have seen some definite, you know, more adult-orientated programming from the WWE since Linda McMahon lost, yes, lost miserably her Senate campaign. We've had some drunken driver arrests in wrestling a few times this year, unfortunately. Apparently, people in the wrestling industry cannot understand that you can afford a driver. You can afford a cab. You can afford a fucking petticoat driver to get you where you need to go. Uh, lesson still not learned. Jerry the King Lawler suffering a heart attack on Raw. Terrible. Um, it was horrible to see, but he is back. He is healthy. He is good. He is with us and apparently will be with us for 2013. God bless Jerry Lawler. Uh, it was really, really an emotional experience to see what the King went through. God bless you, bruh. Glad you're okay. We had a tragedy this year. Of course, WWE superstar Karma, unfortunately, suffering a miscarriage. And her push had to be stopped because of that. Uh, we wish her all the best of luck. We are seeing her in the indie scene. Hopefully, she will be back either with TNA or WWE at some point. We've seen WWE revamp their indie scene. Uh, NXT, a very, very good product. We've seen a lot of guys being brought up from NXT. The proof of the quality of the NXT product can be seen with guys like The Shield coming up. You know, guys like Biggie Langston. Yes, the black Ryback, ladies and gentlemen. I wake up early in the morning urging some damn chicken. So I decide I'm going to go to KFC because that's the only chicken place in my area. Dear Lord, I apologize. He has now aligned himself with Dolph Ziggler. A.J. Lee, uh, he looks like he's going to be the bodyguard of Dolph Ziggler. I'm all for that. Now, as far as my wrestler of the year, uh, who has been the most influential in 2012, I think that the first thought would have to be CM Punk, because 
just all he's accomplished, 400-plus days as WWE champion. Unbelievable year for CM Punk. Uh, I'm a Punk fan. I like him. I think he really has a personality that will carry over greatly when he feuds with The Rock into 2013. But, but for my wrestler of the year, I'm going to give it to Jerry the King Lawler because he, he died, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know how, how else to put it. This is a guy who fucking went through hell and came back, took back his position and gives of himself to entertain us even after all he's gone through. So for 2012, my pick, Jerry Lawler, just for his heart, his soul, and his courage. That's all I have to say. And basically, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a huge year. It's been a big year. It's had its ups and downs. It's had its highs and lows. It's had its positives. It's had its negatives. But in closing, I will say that I am still a wrestling fan. Hopefully, I remain a wrestling fan through 2013. And let's just think positive. Let's be, you know, happy. Let's not be negative. Let's hope that in 2013, it will be huge. It will be big. It will be awesome. (laughs) And with that being said, I am the Bronx father, Tony J. Mirabella. It's been my 2012 year in review right here only here, the open book with the sensational sequel and Ashley on the SNS Radio Network. And welcome back. Uh, that was a very interesting from uh, Bronx. I will say this. I got to hear that yesterday. And, um, yeah, I told him to add a few things in. I think he went a little overboard with it, but uh, good job, Bronx. Wrestler of the year, I kind of I, I applaud your, your opinion there, but I don't agree with it. But that's me. Um, I... I I'm just not sure I agree with that, dude. I, I can't help it. But a uh, very good job on that. I was very interested, and I was very caught off guard when you actually did that. So uh, I definitely applaud something else, probably for next year's open book, end of the year. Uh, very interesting show. That, sh- that should probably be. Uh, Ashley, you're back with us, right? Yes. Okay. I do want to say this. During that segment, I, I was given a little bit of time to actually go play some Mass Effect 3. I, w- I will say, I was playing Mass Effect 3 while I was listening to that entire thing. So I just, I was playing the Leviathan DLC. That is one of the creepiest DLC packs I ever played in my life. I'll talk a little bit more about it in the gaming section. I'm just going to say I'm very glad I did download it. 
So, with that, with me saying that, we were supposed to have Sandro on also, but apparently he is a little sick, so he cannot be on with us. Actually, he did send you his, his stuff, right? Mm-hmm, yes. I'm going to let you go ahead and go through, or would you rather do all three of all three of ours at the same time, or would you rather just go his through his first? We might as well whittle through them all three at the same time. <clears throat> okay. Um... Let's start. I got to bring up my Skype Skype one. Uh, what is the first one that he has? What is the first category that he has? Well, it starts with the best matches, starting with WWE. <laughs> okay. What does he have as his first match? Taker versus Triple H from Mania 28. What is your favorite match? I would have to agree. Taker versus Triple H. It's Made the hell in a cell relevant again. It's a funny thing because I agree with that also. Um, Taker versus Triple H, the last of an era. Uh, the last two Cowboys pretty much as the saying went with Shawn Michaels as the referee. One of the best matches of the year, no matter what. You had two of the biggest stars with a third who was re- who is retired. It's just absolutely a huge match. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you agree. This is what WrestleMania made. This is what made WrestleMania this year. I mean, yeah, that to me overshadowed Rock and Cena. As much as they tried to put, oh, once in a lifetime, we clearly know it's going to happen twice in a lifetime at WrestleMania 29. Probably. Yeah, it's just, I'm looking at the listing, and I mean, I just really cannot believe that they had that match as not the, the main event. That match should have been the main event no matter what. Uh, Halfway through, wasn't it, pretty much? It was, and that was a stupid decision by WWE. The last shot of the entire pay-per-view should have been all three men standing at the top of the the rampway and looking back over the crowd and hugging. That should have been the last shot. And across the screen, it should have said, end of an era. And then that should have been it. Pay-per-view should have faded to black, end the pay-per-view like that. WWE, being stupid, thinking they can make money off of it, didn't put that. They put Cena. They put, excuse me, Cena versus Rock, where Rock won, of course. Stupid decision on WWE. I'm I'm going to say that straight up. That was not a good decision. Um, next category should be best TNA match. Or what is his next? Yeah, TNA match is Bobby Roode. Versus Austin Aries for the TNA title at Destination X. Okay. What do you have? My pick is Rude versus Storm from Bound for Glory. Okay, why? Just because it culminated the feud really good, which might give a teaser as to one of my other picks further down uh, in the, when we get through the awards, but... It was it was a great match as well, and the fact that apparently King Mo was supposed to be involved in that a heck of a lot, but the two guys basically said, "We'll have him get involved, but only minimal, because we want this to be between us." And you could tell it was it was basically a it was a brotherly love kind of battle. It, it, both guys were going to beat the crap out of each other and get the win to get redemption. And right. Storm just about got the win. I'm trying to remember a lot of the pay-per-views off the top of my head. 
man, there's only one that's coming to mind more so than anything else, and it's locked down. And it's Bobby Roode versus James Storm. The lockdown pay-per-view where you had just them two facing each other. I don't yeah. remember much of it, but I do remember enough to basically remember that it was a pretty hardcore match. And I absolutely the, loved it. The cage it. finish as well with the door. It had, it had the, 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 the fake finish is what I like to call it. The fake finish mm. where the door basically gives way because uh, Storm super kicked Rude, went out of the cage. And you're like, yes, I won. No, I didn't. I mean, that was just the one thing. And I really wish they had uh, given that another try. Another, basically another uh, cage match between the two. And I'm hoping we'll have one later. But that's the match that sticks out for me. So I'm going to go with that as my favorite TNA pay-per-view. Or TNA match, excuse me. Uh, next is Indies, right? Yes. Okay, what's he got? Sandro's got El Generico versus Samurai Del Sol from Evolve 14. And, of course, he watches more indie stuff than we do. I mean, what do you have? I've got the showdown in the sun match between Davy Richards and Michael Elgin because that was a proper old-school physical wrestling clinic. I mean, it's the match that the, the guys at Wrestling Observer or whatever gave five stars to, which is a rare occurrence. Right. And see, me being me, I don't watch that much indie stuff. You're just going to say Cage of Death. I am going to say Cage of Death. <laughs> um, Matt Tremont and DJ Hyde. I mean, I spoke to Matt Tremont uh, three days after that. He was still feeling horrible. And he was just like, dude, I feel like crap. I'm, I'm in pain. It's, it's just hurting so bad. And I'm like, well, how did you feel about the match? The match was awesome. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you kind of look at it. I mean, I don't watch much indies. I don't. I don't have time to sit down and watch too much indies. But CZW's that one indie group that I can sit down and watch a little bit and actually enjoy. I mean, I, when, I, when I get our Ring of Honor, I'll watch it. No problems. I'll sit down and watch it. I mean, Steen and El Generico, I didn't get a chance to see their last match. The, the, the Ladder Warfare match, I believe it was. And I want to see it because... I've heard so much stuff about that one. And the fact that apparently they're teaming up again even makes it a bigger thing for me is one of the reasons why I want to see this again. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't get time to sit down, but Cage of Death, uh, any CZW pay-per-view pretty much is one that I sit down and try to watch. And Cage of Death was one where, I, like I said, I spoke to Matt. He was like, dude, I'm in pain. I'm like, but he felt, he felt good about the match. I did feel good about the match. And I'm hoping that at some point I can kind of hook TWIS up with an interview with Matt Tremont and possibly even with DJ Hyde. We'll see on that one. Um, but I, that's one thing I do want to try and get for uh, the whole indie show if at some point. So that's uh, that's my pick. We hear from, uh, hopefully we'll hear from Shark. Yeah, you got to get up the shark for the uh, for their big paper, for their big uh, event. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get we'll have to get contact. Uh, well, we'll have to contact Shark and get that done. So you guys can definitely do that. Uh, next, what's his next category? Best storyline of the year. Get best viewed, I guess. 
Okay. Yeah, we can go with that. Um, I think that was one category, wasn't it? Yeah, but well, I'd say best storyline slash feuds because normally feuds are storylines. Right. Uh, I'll I'll agree with that. I'll agree with uh, best storyline slash feud. Uh, okay. What does Sandro have? He has none. Nothing stood out for him. Really? Yeah. Next time you see Sandro, smack him for me. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> I cannot believe to the archive. There you go, Sandro. Uh, really? I I can't believe that. Nothing stood out to you. Over all the stuff you watch, indies, WWE, TNA, everything, no storyline, no feud stood out to you. Dude, Ashley, what do you have? Uh, Adam Pearce versus Colt Cabana. That's a very good choice. That is a very good choice. They just finished up. I mean, that's a pretty crazy one. That's the one that ended with basically both been dropping the NWA title on the on the ground and saying, neither of us are champions. Sorry, peace. I'm done. It's the, it's the line that Adam said. Y- you uh, you took me out of wrestling when you disinterested him out of wrestling. Right. So I mean, that's one of those big ones where even I was kind of like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. Uh, mine's gonna be the rude storm. Uh, storyline feud they went to hell and back with each other so I mean that was just one of those where you're kind of like what are they going to do who's going to win the next match who's going to be the champion this guy he should win championship but he's not going to win championship this is what needs to happen it's just one of those where Storm you watch Storm evolve and you watch Root evolve to the point where they're at now and you're kind of like this is awesome this is amazing and then they have this huge storyline with each other, and they're kind of like, this is awesome. So, I mean, I, uh, up and down, I will say that Rude and Storm, best, uh, one of the best views of the year. Yeah, but and then just when you thought it culminated at lockdown, it came back one last time a few weeks back. Yeah. So, what... Uh, What's his next one? Next is the wrestlers of the year in all the companies. Okay, let's start with let's start with the indies. I want to I want to hear what he's got for indies. What do you, what's he got for indies? For indies, he's got Sammy Callahan. A mate, great choice. I will applaud that choice no matter what. Um, I was actually going through one of my websites the other day and saw a uh, a package for Sammy Callahan. It was a very interesting package. It was basically a, uh, a torrent package, I will say. I was very interested in that. Um, what's yours? For me, it's Kevin Steen. Not just for his work in Ring of Honor, but also for Wrestling Gorilla. Because the, the match that he had with Adam Cole at the last show that they had a few weeks back... It's supposed to be good. I haven't been able to catch it just yet, but that's supposed to be good. And the, what he's done so far in Ring of Honor is really reinvigorated the world heavyweight stuff because you're getting some very interesting matches. You had Eddie Kingston. You just had Ladder War, which was very good. The the feud that's caused with Steen spitting on uh, Jay Lethal's mother. 
that's going to build into something which I think could trump quite a few matches at WrestleMania 29 in New York, New Jersey. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to go with... uh, See, I'm trying to think of one. I've got one in the mind. I was actually just looking up to see if I could find a little bit more information on what he's done other than what I've seen, but I can't find anything. So I'm just going to go with it. Uh, Masada. Okay. Now I don't know what's going on because I can't hear Sean. (laughs) So, yeah, Sean apparently got dropped. Apologies, guys. Uh... <laughs> Sean is swearing in Skype with us. Don't worry. Don't you just love live radio? Oh, <laughs> uh, there we go. No, oh, I'm not going to make fun no. of you. Just carry on like he wasn't here, or yeah. like we <laughs> call no, it. I was going to say as well before the accident, before he uh, inadvertently got cut off. Uh one mention I was going to do for indie wrestler of the year is Sarah Del Rey. Because she was so good, she actually is now a trainer for WWE. Because, my God, does the Divas division probably need some uh, work, probably. On it, should I say. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Sean gets back and then we can go for it. But um, while I'm waiting, I'll move on to... TNA's uh, wrestler of the year for Sandro, and Sandro gives it to Austin Aries, which that's fair to be quite honest that's a, that's a strong contender, but for me just because of how far he seems to have come in um, 18 months since that fateful night in March 2011 I'd have to say Jeff Hardy's had a pretty damn good year. And I'd put him I'd, I'd put him on top for best TNA wrestler. But by the sounds of it, Sean's back. I have no clue what the hell just happened. <laughs> Out of nowhere, I drop. And I'm kind of like, everything's going fine. And then boom. Really? The resurrection of the Skypian death drop. <laughs> like I have no clue. I said Masada. I don't even know where it cut out on because I'm talking about Masada. It cut as soon as you said the name Masada. It's like Skype went. You chose him, you bastard. Cuts off. Okay, uh, I choose Masada. He's done a great job throughout the year. Uh, everything he's done, CZW, uh, IWA, NWA, whatever he's done. I, I not entirely dropped off my head. Um, where are we at? Uh, TNA wrestler. Sandro gave it to Aries, I gave it to Hardy. Okay. Usually I would say AJ Styles in this position. Not not this year. I'm actually going to give it to... uh, I'm going to give it to Aries. He's done a great job. He's come back and done a great job. I mean, I'm not going to deny it there at all. So, uh, WWE. Let's talk about WWE. Uh, Sandra gives it to CM Punk. Okay. You? I I am in two camps. I don't know whether I want to give it to CM Punk or give it to Dolph Ziggler. Because <laughs> okay. I argue Ziggler's had more better matches, probably. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna edge it and give it to Ziggler. Okay. I see. My choice was made pretty easily. Um, I'm a huge fan of this one man. I have absolutely loved all the work he's done all year. He has been champion over 400 days. I gave it to CM Punk because of the fact, I mean, who else can come from a mediocre story, a mediocre year last year, or not not last year, two years, two or three years ago, and then basically WWE's like, you know what? Here you go. Let's, let's get you started. And they absolutely destroy with the storylines that they give him. I mean, he absolutely goes out there and gives it every single day. It's just amazing. I would rather have CM Punk out there doing what he does than seeing Vicky Guerrero on Raw every week. So, my choice goes to CM Punk. So, what does Sandro have next? Worst match of a year. <laughs> this may end up being two or three. I don't know yet. What does he got? Any of the TNA check matches except for the one with Christy in York. So I think that's about a seven. And see, I can't really say they're bad matches because of the fact there's they're going out there and giving it a try. This is their first time they've actually done this. I can't agree with that at all, but okay. Whatever. Um, what do you have to say? My choice is Brian versus Sheamus from WrestleMania. Because they were hyping that much up so much, and I was looking forward to it. And then it was over in 18 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, mine... I'm actually going to go with the same period. I'm just not going to go with the same match. Mine is going to be... See, I want to choose that one, but I don't want to choose that one. That's the problem. See, it's interesting because I'm like, what else? You're going to choose the one with Maria Menounos. I was thinking about it. I really was. Because <laughs> yeah. it was either her or I was going with the 12-man tag match. Because it followed the Hell in a Cell match, and it was just absolute crap. I mean, it was a good match with the competitors in it, but it just was not what it needed to be compared to what it should have been for, I don't know, it's just absolutely horrible. I don't know. I mean, this is a hard choice. I mean, I do agree with your choice, giving it, giving it to the 18-second match. I do agree with that. And then you've always got any match that Sakara gets injured in, which is pretty much any match he's wearing white in. I think that curse has passed. He isn't. No, no I think he's it, getting into the other colors. It's no, well, white's still pretty much the main one. I mean, heck, the last one he pretty much almost killed himself. So it's just one of those things where you got to look. I, I don't know. I really don't. I want to say I do know, but I don't know. Um. I'm trying to figure out, and this is the one time that I'm... <sighs> you know what, I'll agree. I'll go with your match. Um, 18 seconds, Daniel O'Brien and Shames. Okay. But a close second is the Mary M Munoz problem. 
<laughs> Funny bron- uh, brass eye. I will say that a match that I got a little mad by, but I was happy to see was the uh, the ladder match we just had between. Well, yeah, the ladder match between Ziggler and uh, Cena. I will say that was a uh, a match I was ticked off, but I was happy to see. Okay, and Ashley so, has now dropped. Ashley dropped. Yes, I'm did. sorry, Ashley. <laughs> this this is a great night for advertising Skype. Yeah, it is. No kidding on that. Uh, I'm guessing the next storyline, next one was going to be Felt Push of the Year, which could be Skype. You know, I'm guessing that I'm, I'm at least there's it's Skype and not people. It's a good thing. I'm looking at uh, people. Are wondering. I'm looking at the year in photos, the WWE magazine. It looks really good. I'm just looking through this. Some of these pictures are really good. I mean, there's a good shot of Cody Rhodes drop kicking Booker T in the face, pretty much. Uh, what's interesting is he's got one foot on the face, one foot kicked out. Yeah, it's very interesting. Have. Uh, no, we can't have Brass Eye Drop because if Brass Eye Drops, we're screwed. If Brass Eye Drops, the entire broadcast comes to a halt. Yeah, and we can't have that. Ah, I think we have Ashley back. Ashley, you here? Yeah. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> as long as it doesn't happen at the same time, we're covered. And as long as Brass Eye doesn't drop, we're good. Yeah, you don't want me covering both your spots. <laughs> no, we don't want that. I will say one match that did come very close uh, to getting my spot was the Triple H Brock Lesnar match um, for best match of the year. I will say that was a very good match they did. Absolutely loved it. I personally, I. I was so sick of that match because it seemed that all Brock Lesnar knew was the kimono. Or the kimura, but I call I called it the kimono because it was that stupid. Huh. Interesting. Um so we got I think we have one category left, right? Failed push. Failed push of the year. What does he have? He can't think of one. Really? Yes. Another slap. Well, I don't know, but there's plenty out there. Um, what? What do you? How about you? Do you have one? I was going to say Wade Barrett. I, no, I don't agree. Wade because Barrett he was going to get the big. He was going to get the big WrestleMania match. They were pushing him. You know, he he's trumping Orton, and it was clearly building to like the combination of their feud. And then right. he gets injured two weeks before. Okay, yeah, I see. And then they have to start it all over again with the whole Kofi Kingston feud. Okay. Yeah. They, I, re- I, they repackage him as, like, you know, first rule of Fight Club is it's a Barrett Barrage. And see, Phil Push, I actually have two from, from me. Uh, primetime players. They got screwed over massively, and I felt bad for them. And then second is Jack Swagger. I mean, I just found a picture of him. Actually, kind of funny. The Biff haircut, 
Uh, he's got Dolph Ziggler in a. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, they got he's got Dolph Ziggler in the ankle lock. I really felt bad for Jack uh, Jack Swagger. He's just it sucked. It really I really felt bad for him. So Jack Swagger and um, primetime players. If it was earlier on in the year, I would have actually given it to Ryback because <laughs> the way it seemed to be packaged is what it did just look like some sort of version of Goldberg. Yeah. Now it's evolved and the fans are actually liking it. Probably because they hate Cena so much. <laughs> they, well, uh, they're still chanting. They're, they're still doing the Goldberg chants and all that. So, it, it sucks. Yeah. Feel bad for them a little bit. But, I mean, Ryback's doing a great job. They've done a great job with the Ryback character I'm absolutely loving it now. I'm I'm cheering for them. Heck. So, I mean, is there any other categories that you felt should have been added that I didn't add? Um, I guess stars to look for in 2013. Okay. I'll give you three. Go ahead. Well, uh, I, I guess mine is technically three. My three are Ziggler, Jay Lethal, and the shield. Wait, why Jade Lethal? Uh, I think they're going to give him the world title in Ring of Honor. Okay. And I think, although the fa- although the fans aren't really over with him being champion because they're so infatuated with Steen, I'd like to see it happen. Basically, to kind of send a message to TNA going. Why do you keep letting go of these talents when you have Mr. Anderson, who hasn't done a lot, who's, I don't know what his, you know, pay is, but the reports last year saying he was one of the five or six highest earners in the company, so. Okay. I, I agree with you on the Shield. Uh, Shield's definitely going to be top three, one of the three. Um, Dolph Ziggler, definitely agree. Third one... Joey Ryan. Yeah. And I know people Teams are please. like, yeah, I know people are like, why? TNA's really thrown the book behind him on this one. He's, he's really came in, came into being a household name a little bit. I think he's going to be huge. I really think that they're going to, that sucks. Um, I just put a drink. Sorry. Um, at least it wasn't on a laptop. TNA is really going to do do a lot with him, and I'm looking forward to 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 what they're going to do with him. Is that the only category you felt should have been added? Anthony brings up a decent one with uh, pay per view or show of the year. Pay per view of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'm I'll thinking about it for a second. I was thinking through for for TNA it'd probably probably be lockdown. Well, no, because then lockdown had the stupid Aces and Eights match. No, it didn't. Yeah, when Devon got unmasked. Lockdown wasn't even Aces and Eights at that time. Lockdown, I mean, Bound for Glory. Sorry. I was about to say. I was like, yeah. 
Okay. Actually, thinking about Slammiversary was a good pay-per-view. I'd, I'd probably give it to TNA Slammiversary, and then WWE, I'd have to say Extreme Brawls. Because that had the strongest card overall. Closely followed, I feel, though, by uh, the one just gone, TLC. Okay. Anthony's got a point as well. Night of Champions was good. Well, Night of Champions is always good. Mm. I agree with the TNA Slammiversary. I'll give you, I'll give you that one. I do say that TLC was the better WWE because we had so much going on, and then the Shield versus Ryback versus uh, with Daniel Bryan and Kane was a really good match. I really love that one. So I'm going to go with TLC for WWE. There's one other thing I want to cover while we are here in this moment. I do want to talk about 4down.org. Now, the reason why I want to talk about 4down.org for a second is because the, the season is over. And unfortunately, we did not win number one season. It sucks. It really sucks. We we did, however, win overall league average by averages. SNS Radio Network was number one. I am happy about that one. What I'm not happy about is that we did lose by points. So I do applaud us for getting average. But next season, guys. Let's work on uh, let's work on getting number one for points. Brass, I am I still here with you? You're still here with me, but Ashley has dropped again. Okay, just want to make sure. Um, you know what? While he tries to come back, good job to you guys for getting averages. We're going to take our first break. We'll come back to you with with you with the uh, video game segment. I'll cover a few things if Ashley's not here. Hopefully, he is. So we'll catch you guys here in a second. Oh, before we go, I'm sorry, Brass I usually end with that. Um, my superstar of the year, his music's going to be here in a second. So you guys enjoy. Catch you in a minute. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories 
from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. Hey, wrestling fans, do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Does listening to Wrestling News Live make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan? Would the Trey Dog drink Velvet Sky's bathwater? <sighs> well, hello there, Velvet. some good bath water, baby. Listening to Wrestling News Live does make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan, although it will not save you any money on your car insurance. Every Thursday, the SNS Radio Network gets in the ring and starts running the ropes. When I want, I, okay, I, want, I caught SmackDown again. I caught she, I skipped Sheffield's gimmick and I couldn't help but to think that his new gimmick Sounds like an Arby's uh, roast beef sandwich. Join Brian Maverick Bertrand and Chris Kelly from HeadlocksToHeadlines.com as they talk about every random thing going on within the WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, and the NorCal Independent Scene. Running the Ropes also features interviews with stars from the past. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog Jesse James. Present. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. And future. Hey guys, it's Dream of Fatigue. And so much more. So join the guys every week on Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network. And now back to the open book on the SNS Radio Network. Welcome back, guys. I was looking at the wrong window. Sorry, Brass Eye. 
Um, it is me by myself again, unfortunately. Um, I did drop twice during the break, so it was a very interesting moment. Uh, I'm trying to get a little ticked off by this, but we probably know what my problem is. I have a bit of a uh, front coming in. Uh, that music, if you have never heard it before, it was the is a metal cover of the Mass Effect 3 theme. I posted it on the Facebook page only because of the fact that the video package that the guy did for it is absolutely amazing. I absolutely loved the video package. It was a great job done by uh, done by the guy. The voices in it were just absolutely amazing. If you have, if you get a chance, go go listen to it. It's really good. It gave me chill. It gave me chills. I will straight up say it. And if you get a chance, this is the video game segment, of course, of the open book segment. So if you get a chance, go watch uh, Paragon Lost Mass Effect. It is a new animated film that just came out. It is a great. It did a great job. And uh, okay, thank you, Brassai. Uh, it is. It follows uh, James Vega, who is one of your co cohorts in Mass Effect Three. Uh, Mass Effect Three, if you didn't know, is a great game. <laughs> it's really good. Does a great job. I'm going to take a wild guess and say my co-host is back with me. Possibly, maybe. I'm guessing not. Brassai, is he not back with us? Oh wait. Look at that. There he is. He should Ashley. be now. Gosh. Ashley. It must be windy. Uh, for me, it's only the uh, it's only the fact that I have a front moving in. I dropped twice on break, so it was interesting. <laughs> I was talking, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm not there anymore. So... We're in segment two. I was talking about. Uh, uh, I was talking. Wow, I just blanked. I'm talking about Lost Paragon. That's what it is. Lost Paragon with Mass Effect. It's a. Uh, it's a movie. It's a really good movie. Follows James. It's. It has a lot of things in it that you would not expect. It is a. Of course, it is a animated film done in anime style a little bit that the ending is not what you would expect. Me being me, I expected a different ending. I, I was hoping for a second ending. But I don't know. I'm me. So just, just one of those things. This is segment two, of course, the video game segment. We're going to keep this one a little shorter than usual. So, uh, Ashley, I'm going to go ahead and let you jump in, and hopefully we don't lose you this time. Um... Well, first off, given that we'll probably talk about porn at the end, let's talk about porn at the beginning, because apparently a company known as Sugar DVD is trying to develop an app for the Wii U. Now, what Sugar DVD does is basically produce DVD Blu-ray quality porn. It's kind of like Netflix, except porn. Okay. And the thing is, the apps are already on PS3 and 360. The really? fact is, and it, apparently so, <laughs> just as Sean quickly looks on his console. No, no, no. <laughs> but the fact is, obviously, Nintendo have to give the approval to it. But if they don't, they're going to kind of 
being looked at kind of leaving their considering they're supposed to be more more towards hardcore gamers and they're trying to appeal to more people that like the PS3 and the 360, they're going to want the same apps as the PS3 and the 360. So it's a double-edged sword. It's not going to be allowed. I'm going to straight up say it now. It's not going to be allowed. Uh, Nintendo's going to look at that and be like, no, we don't want what you're trying to give out. Um, We have kids playing our systems. Parents expect something out of us differently. Not going to happen. So I, I don't see it happening at all. Yeah. Then we've also. Um, do you want to cover the War Z thing? I do because okay. I, I posted it on Facebook, and I want to cover that. If you have a different story, then there's I'm something gonna... related to it, but I'll 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 tie it in with yours anyway. Okay. Um, interesting offer going on at the minute, though, uh, over in America. Best Buy is putting Nintendo Land in a bundle with the Wii U Basic Pack. That's right. So pretty much every Wii U you get will have Nintendo Land. Will be which have, have, it, have it with it. I mean, they're not going to put it in the box for you, but it's going to be there with it. Yeah, which isn't, which is a pretty decent thing because it's actually not that bad a game. I, th- I just think the the way that they demoed the free that I saw at your Gamer, one, they could have done better, and two, they could have had more on show than the Ninja Stars one, which was probably the weakest of the three. Then the the Mario, the Donkey Kong Mario Brothers like track one, and then the other one was the Zelda one, which was the most fun out of the three. Uh. Yeah, so that's an interesting deal there. Not a very interesting deal is apparently Walking Dead. Well, positive thing, it's available for 800 Microsoft points for today only. So if you're listening live, get on your 360 now. While the offer's still there, just about. But people that got have got the 360 disc edition, with it all you know, put in one package, are apparently contacting the Telltale forums, complaining of the game freezing on them, not being able to get past the first chapter. Lots of issues. Telltale apparently put out a patch, and even that might not have fixed the things. I guess it's a good thing I have it on PC. Well, no, the moral of the story is download it. Don't buy it on disc. Well, no, I have bought I bought the uh, special edition. I bought the acquired edition for the uh, for 360. I got the disc. Only reason why I bought it was because I wanted the uh, the graphic novel. So I didn't yeah. care about. Um, some some retro news actually here. The PS2 is now discontinued in Japan after 13 years. To the, a couple of days ago was the last shipment ever to be sent out by Sony Japan. Good. So now it's PSP all the way. Actually, that's not a joke, because the PSP still spells pretty damn well in Japan. Yeah, because they keep making uh, Japanese RPG games, so the people love. Yeah. Yeah. Which you don't get over here, despite the fact that they're really good. Um, one that Sean will definitely be interested in, and no doubt he didn't bid on. Valve did a special thing for... Oh, I can't remember what show it was or what web thing, but it was a special... 
signed replica portal gun by yeah. all the Valve crew. Yeah, I saw that. It was on eBay, sold uh-huh. for, I think it was Child's Play. Yes. And it went for $1,655. I so wanted it. So that's that's some good that's some good fundraising from the people of the internet, definitely. Uh, speaking of that, I guess get the plug in here. Speed Demos Archive are doing their annual awesome games done quick, and also awful games, and there probably is some stinkers. I'll I'll get the list up uh, later on. Of some of the games and some of the prizes that are involved. But this year it's going on for a full week. From mid-afternoon January the 1st through to pretty late on January the 7th. So if the first hour of Raw is that bad, you can watch a charity stream instead and try and get prizes. Because no doubt one hour of Raw will be bad. But, yeah, it's a whole plethora of games but it's all raising money for the prevent cancer foundation so it's if you want to get to it i think it's marathon.speeddemosarchive.com you can get the full list of stuff there but i'll 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 bring it up once i'm done with uh once we're done with the stories a couple of interesting tidbits from today there's going to be a dead space free demo coming to ps3 and 360 i believe january the 15th to be able to uh, get your Isaac on, whatever. Multiplayer is confirmed to be in Tomb Raider. From the way they've described it, it sounds to be pretty similar to Uncharted's multiplayer, which isn't a good thing. <laughs> and also Ninja Gaiden Z, which I guess is the zombie version of Ninja. No, is it Ninja? Ga- no, it's Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden Z is coming to PS3 and 360 apparently. So, Ryu Hayabusa is going to be taking out zombies now. Uh, Also, one that's worth mentioning is the Diablo PvP system has now been scrapped that was going to be included in the add-on. Apparently, the quality wasn't good enough for their stuff. No, it was. It's a bit of a shame. Eh. So that's that's well. I have got a couple more, but they tie into some of Sean's stories. So Sean, take you go with yours. Okay. Uh, first thing I do want to speak on is Minecraft franchise sells four hundred and fifty-three thousand units on Christmas. Over four hundred thousand people bought Minecraft for somebody else on Christmas. That's PC and the three sixty version are made. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. That's just one of those things where you're kind of like, really? That's pretty awesome. I do applaud uh, Mojang, Notch, everyone for that. That's a great job. Um, Dune 2 has been ported to JavaScript, and you can play it free in your browser. It is the, uh-huh. what? Uh, you, can, you can play <laughs> where it, Where is this? Where is this? I'll send you the link, no worries. Um, it is a old-school prototype real-time strategy game that was done by Westwood Studios back in 1992. Uh, it's pretty old-school. If you have never played it, now is your chance to play a uh, a game, 
a good game. So, I mean, go check it out. I'll post it on Facebook for anybody who wants to try it out. It'll be very interesting to see who does. Uh, apparently, SimCity, well, SimCity new one, will have a uh, always-on DRM. Not cool. The UA, UA, however you want to call it, has been sent out Ooh, yeah. to... Yeah, there you go. That's been been sent out to developers, and it has already been unboxed, and it looks interesting. It uh, looks like a Rubik's cube, just clear. It, it's clear. That's the big thing. It's very clear. Uh, Xbox Live is having some issues. Reported uh, cloud files are inaccessible. Small issue, not really that major of a of a problem. Steam sale is going on today. I believe Ashley has the. Uh, the listing? Do you? I can get it. I <laughs> you get the There's listing. There's a steam right sale going on every day. It's hard to keep track. It is, especially um, when you've got the flash sales, which uh, only no for one like cares about those. Seven. No, but you've got you've got the flash sales, then you've got the like eight hour sales, which are not the flash sales, and then you've got like the daily sales, and then you've got the two to three day sales, and then you've got the ones on the sale all throughout the sale period. It's a lot of sales, people. I was meaning the major ones, but okay. You, you, you keep you keep saying that. Um, Hundle, Hundle, Humble, excuse me, Humble Indie Bundle 7 adds a few new games. The Basement Collection, Offspring Fling, Cave Story Plus. So this adds in a ton more. This is what the listing contains. Uh, the Basement Collection, which is Triacnid, Coil, Meat Boy, Aether, Grey Matter, Spewer, and Time... Folk, Offspring Fling. Wait, okay, let me go back down. This is they, they've <laughs> added a lot of stuff in. Um, Cave Story Plus, Snapshot, The Binding of Isaac, and its Wrath of the Lamb DLC, Closure, Shank Two, and a copy of the Indie Game DLC, Indie Game the Movie, for whatever p- price you pay, and Dungeon Defenders plus all this DLC, Legend of Grimlock. And the other new games are for anything higher than the average. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, I believe the average is $6.41 at, as this moment. So, I mean, you pay $7, you get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. That's a very, very good deal. So if you're thinking about it, go do it. It's a good decision. Believe me. Just looking at Steam, uh, currently uh, offers that end in about two days. You've got Assassin's Creed franchise, various deals between 25 and 75% off. 75% off the complete Led for De- Left for Dead franchise. 50 to 75% off the prototype franchise. 75% off The Great Limbo. 75% off Just Cause 2. Two-thirds off Sins of a Solar Empire Rebellion. A third off XCOM. 75% off L.A. Noir. I don't think that's the special edition. Faster Than Light's half price. Uh, in the Flash deals, which you said they weren't that good, they've actually got Bastion for 75% off. As well. And currently on the community choice thing... Dark Souls is half price. So some interesting deals there. Oh wait, I might got I might got distracted by the Valve collection. 
That's okay. That's... Sean seems to have gone offline again. <laughs> I'm just looking at the Valve collection. They've got um, they've got Dota two for twenty five percent off, which I think is. Hey, you know what's fascinating? What? Sean just said fuck three times in the Skype chat, and he only spelled it right once. Yeah, the other times he was doing a clothing company. Yeah. Um, That's sad. I'm just looking at this. Um, this is in the UK prices to me, but Dota 2 is £17.24. Team F- Fortress 2 with the holiday pack is 16.74. but that also doesn't have those two alone. It also has Counter-Strike, Portal 1 and 2, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, all the other Counter-Strikes, and the complete Half-Life series. This is starting to piss me Dear off. Lord, that is an incredible deal. Welcome back, Sean. This is starting <laughs> to piss me off. It really is. You're going to have to take that suggestion that Bronx gave us. I already earlier. did. I already did. Oh, you did? Yeah, that was... I, I, I'm on two different systems here. Finger, so Fingers crossed, then. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, good job on that, Ashley. Let's jump into major news right quick so I can get, so we can end this segment so I can go curse at something else. Um, <laughs> I do want to bring this up. The California, a California senator comes out and calls the NRA's response to violent video games pathetic and unacceptable. Democratic Senator Leland Yee says it's mind-boggling that the National Rifle Association suddenly cares about the harmful effects of ultra-violent games. Finally, there's a a politician I like. It's a little surprising. Very surprising, after all. Um, I don't care about that anymore. War Z. I want to. I want to talk about this. Um, Ashley, what's your story? You have. Um. Well, no, it's more appropriate that you do yours first because it's kind of a bittersweet irony to what happens to your sto- in relation to your story. Well, mine's the the, the apologies. Mine's the apo- apology. What's yours? Uh, mine's something to do with trademark. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, Sir Sergey Titov admits that he became arrogant due to zombie games' quick growth says community management and moderation fell short. Uh, I'm going to read this article to you guys right quick. It's not read the whole article. I'm going to quote him pretty much also. Um, Outspoken the War Z creator, Sergey Tidoff, has apologized for the game's controversial launch and subsequent delisting from Steam earlier this month. In an open letter to the community, Tidoff said developer Hammerpoint Interactive failed to effective, effectively communicate its plans for the new zombie survival game, which led to some very negative feedback from members of the community. I became arrogant and blinded by the early success and quick growth of the War Z. Our increasing number of players, numbers we were getting from the surveys, etc. And I chose not to notice the concerns and questions raised by by these members of the game community as well as others. Tidoff said, this failure is entirely on my shoulders and if anything, I owe thanks to that vocal minority and admit that I should have paid attention sooner. I chose instead to concentrate on the bigger picture. My dream of turning the War Z from being a game developed by a small indie team into a large online venture instead of addressing small things first and staying focused on the game's issues. I'm going to say this. You're going to apologize to the PC gaming community. We won't take your apology. You screwed us over majorly. I don't care who you are usually. No one cares. 
I mean, you went out there and banned people who were saying, yeah, there's a problem with your game. Deal with it. Your, your community banned them. Basically forced them to recreate and pay another fee. No. You go out there and you apologize to them. You let them back in the game. You give them their money back. Then you deal with it. But you don't go out there and just ban people and then and then think an overall apology is going to be fine. Nah. Go screw yourself. Ashley? Uh, my story is kind of really brilliant because uh, due to apparently it being too similar to World War Z, the upcoming movie, their trademark has been pulled. Mm. So it no longer can be called War Z. Good. So now it's even less of a rip-off than Daisy. <laughs> well, just... Excuse me. I have a forehead in my mouth. Which is interesting, because I wonder how they're going to do Daisy. If they're going to have a problem with that one, too. I don't know. No, because it doesn't sound like War Z. Well, it doesn't. But then Daisy can be... Blah blah. I have a warhead brass eye. Now hush. <laughs> warhead. W A. Okay, here you go. Whiskey, Alpha, Romeo, Hotel, Echo, Alpha, Delta. Warhead. There you go. Not Warhorse. Not a forehead. Not a Goku. Um, very well. See, we're so like, whatever. And the last one I have, um, I guess it's about the same one, but I want Ashley to go ahead and cover his porn story. No, it's that, not a porn story. The GameStop one. Yeah, you you go ahead with that one because I want mine to go last because I think mine is even more cruel <sighs> than disturbing. Okay. Apparently, for Christmas, a kid was given a, uh, a 3DS. He, uh, the parents bought it from GameStop and all that. <laughs> Bronx, that is just wrong in so many ways. No wonder he pre-recorded a segment. <laughs> I'm, glad we pre- I'm glad he pre-recorded. <laughs> I don't think I could deal with him right now. Oh, my word. I really cannot believe you just said that. For the archive listeners, I'm going to say it. Bronx just put, I've got a warhead in my trousers. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Um, apparently, the the family bought the 3DS from a GameStop. Oh, oh well. There's... <laughs> Chat's broken down. I can't. I can't. I got. I got him in my chat. <laughs> chat is broken down. Let's get on with the story. Dead air. Oh, brilliant! Sean. <laughs> Sean's either very badly distracted, Sean. or he's dropped again. I... You see what you've done, chat room. You see what you've done. And the you winner is... You bastards. Answer number two. Sean has dropped yet again. So it's not the tech solution 
that Bronxy was proposing. I think Skype is just generally fucked tonight. Yes. I blame Microsoft because we can blame them now. Is there something going on in Estonia where their servers are? Somebody eat the wrong kind of waffle or something? I'm just wondering with the incident that happened in India over the past few weeks, whether everybody is protesting on Skype. Oh, All a billion of them. There are so many things to protest about right now. Who the hell cares? Yeah, there are. <laughs> oh, we have a Sean sighting. Bye. This is really getting on my nerves. I just cannot believe it. Where are we at? I'm sorry. Uh, somebody's warhead was found on a 3DS. Okay. Uh, apparently, this guy, the family bought a 3DS from GameStop. Uh, what happened was when they gave it to the kid for Christmas, the little boy who was five years old asked his brother what to help him delete some pictures. He said he didn't take these pictures. He didn't know where they came from. And apparently, uh, apparently the uh, there were po- or pictures on the 3DS that were taken by the previous owner. Um, the father was very mad. He took he called GameStop up immediately, talked to whoever he talked to. Uh, GameStop said they would give him a new 3DS. That's not going to cover it. So pretty much we're at what we're at now. Uh, pretty much all I'm going to say is because of this, I'm going to straight up think and probably say that the store manager got fired. The person who sold the 3DS got fired. Um, probably the person who took the 3DS in got fired. There's so many problems with this story, especially with the fact that you're supposed to reformat the system when it comes in. After it's been processed and trade, you reformat it to make to make sure this doesn't happen. That's just not even. I, I feel bad for this kid. Did she really die today? Yes. Oh, wow. That sucks. I've been following that story for a while. That's going to cause a lot of problems in India. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of things that happen with this 3DS. It's going to cause a lot of problems. And it's going to cause a lot of problems with the stores. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in the later days. Ashley, what do you got? Um, interesting thing. This time it involves Walmart. Uh, Christmas Day, kid opens his opens the wrapping on his present. It's a 3DS box. Opens the 3DS box, and what's inside? A pile of rocks and tissue paper. Nice. What happened is the guy bought the 3DS, kept it, filled the box with whatever he could find, and sold it back to Walmart. And Walmart never fucking checked the thing. Or what could have happened was he had a friend who actually helped him return it. And when he did the return, he just automatically placed it back in the glass and nobody else checked behind him. That's the more. That. It's still fucked up. 
It really is. That, that's not cool at all. That's to be honest. That's more fucked up than the porn because there wasn't even a console to be found. Well, that'll be. Walmart has to do something about that. They can't just allow that to go. So Walmart will do the return, give the kid his 3ds. If they don't, they'll cause they'll have a lot of problems on their hands. So that does suck, though. Mm-hmm. So. Anything else before we end this segment? Um, yeah, because there's so many games. I'm going to say, if you want to look at the list of the games, look on the Speed Demos Archive website, but there's the usual like Mario Marathon section and Sonic and Zelda and Final Fantasy. So check it out. There's lots of decent prizes, Steam codes, GOG codes, a box copy of Chrono Trigger. So that's rare on its own. And then there's really crap games like uh, I'm trying to find one of the crap games uh, I've lost them too bad there, there are some crap games probably something like uh, Naughty Bear hmm. well it's funny you mention Legend of Zelda because our song to close out this segment is actually a Zelda rap done by Smosh on YouTube very interesting so I will basically close the segment out with saying 2013 has a lot of games coming out. The beginning of the year is pretty much going to kill us with the fact that there is Aliens, Clone of Marines, Dead Space 3, Bioshock Infinite. So it's going to be really crazy. So we're going to cut this segment off and we'll be back with you guys in a few minutes. I do it. 
To see behind the scenes footage and bloopers, click the link in the description below. Sometimes I need them in the balls. Then check out the new shirt and get the song on iTunes. Click the subscribe button and get another heart container. Quick, click it. You're dying. You're low on health. Click it. Are you a TNA Impact Wrestling fan? Are you looking for a show that talks about TNA Wrestling? Then tune in to TNA Chat Live every Thursday night starting at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on the SNS Radio Network with the Bronx Father, Tony J. Mirabella, as he reviews the latest episode of Impact Wrestling and takes your phone calls to get your thoughts on the state of TNA Wrestling. Are you ready to cross that line? On the SNS Radio Network. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to WNL's Epic Rap Battle of History! In the blue corner, I don't know what he weighs and I don't really care. Longtime caller and listener to Wrestling News Live. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the master of disaster, Anthony Farley! And in the red corner, waiting to defend his honor on Wrestling News Live, he is the unofficial third leg of the tripod. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bronx father, Tony J. Mirabella! Is this the joke? Bronx wants to rap against me. You better not choke. I'll go iron chic on you and make you humble. You want you have to realize something. Me winning this rap is like a jet. Losing is likely. That's fine with me. Because like your everyday life, you can't see me. But what if uh, if I were the victor? Could you deal with losing to a caller? Here's someone hoping to make AJ his. He'll be lucky to get some apocalypse. Because you're one of the legs of the tripod. Sadly, that leg happens to be a little stunted. Don't get me wrong. You earned your spot. Worked hard to get, get it. But you think you're tough by living in NYC? Why don't you be like Hurricane Sandy and blow me? Got 
NYC and just like John Cena, Farley can't see me. He wants to call me out here on Wrestling News Live, but just like in the job market, he can't survive. Talking stupid in the chat room, thinks his jokes are rich, but at the end of the day, he just sounds like a bitch. Maybe now you realize, Farley, the mistake you made. If you were in a chicken's ass, you still couldn't get laid. You dumb fuck. Your jokes suck. Out of luck. Now you're lying face down with your head in the muck. Church bells may ring when Farley calls a show, but listenership drops to an all-time low. Do you understand now that my rock just sick? Wonder how you can rap while you're sucking a dick. Now you stuck <laughs> in it. This was your choice. This destruction's nauseating like the sound of your voice. This is the biggest mistake you've made since you were born. Just like when you bought that horse monkey jungle cat born. You want to be the Bronx father. You want it so bad, but your pathetic attempt at humor. It really is sad. When you call into the show, you think your balls are brass, but then you have to hang up with my foot up your ass. The only ammo you have is to call me blind. I'm glad I can't see it when you take it from behind. Now you have to walk oh! away with your head held low and tell everyone that Bronx owned you during the show. It amounts to abuse the way you just got beat, because now I own your ass. I've even got the receipt. And now back to the open book on the SNS Radio Network. Welcome back, guys. Uh, I'm guessing the people on, on the live chat cannot hear us right now. Oh, well. Sorry to, sorry for you. Even though you're not going to hear this at all. <laughs> uh, I think I think they can hear us because uh, Shifty oh, in the crap. chat said, is that the bitch from Prince's Got Talent? Oh, crap. Um, Subo! Um, I guess they can't hear us. Um, <laughs> actually, no, it wasn't. It was uh, somebody different, completely different. That was Les Mis, though. Uh, one of the live live plays, very uh, probably people probably a lot of people are trying to figure out why I'm playing that because Late Miz just came out and I've been told it's a great great movie. I kind of want to go see it. I probably will, but it'll be a little later. Um, this is the entertainment section. I've got a little bit of news. Ashley has a little bit of news. We're gonna jump into these to these awards. Depending on what happens between now and the awards. Well, depend on if we do phone calls or not, because <laughs> we're having a lot of technical technical difficulties tonight. It seems on the show, can, myself. Can we just hope that we start from now to the end of the segment? <laughs> I was thinking the awards. I mean, which is going to be in ten minutes, hopefully fifteen. Well, that that still gives a lot of time for the stream to drop three times, you to get disconnected twice, and Ashley's computer to completely blow up once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. It's the ultimate 12 days of Christmas. It's just a thought. Okay, we'll, we'll give that. Um, we'll see if we talk, we'll take phone calls. It depends. I do have a very long email to read, of course, uh, during the break. Brass, uh, not Brass Eye. Wow, not Brass Eye. L-Train's 
posted on Twitter, catch the open book, now with Sensational Sean, and the man who like who's likely to hate my email, Ashley. Oh, wow. That's, that's an interesting new moniker for me. The man who hates emails. Who, who, no, no. He only likes messages by semaphore. No. <laughs> it's the man who will likely hate my email. I'm on his email tonight. Okay. Let's, let's just say it's, yeah, it's a little interesting. So let's jump on and go ahead and do the, inter- do the news. Go ahead and do it with yours. I've got a few things I want to say, and then we'll jump into the, the awards. So go for it. Three uh, major deaths over the last few days. Uh, Jerry Anderson, creator of Thunderbirds, Captain Scala, mm-hmm. any other major British TV series that also were pretty successful in America and worldwide, uh, passed away at the age of 83 from Alzheimer's. Uh, Charles Durning, who I think got an Oscar nomination for Best Little Whorehouse in Texas and appeared in quite a lot of other stuff, he passed. And also Quincy died, Jack Klugman, at the age of 90, I believe. So they're, they're missed. You know, respects to them. I don't, I don't think we need a moment of silence, but you know, respects out to them and their families. Uh, um, Kristen Stewart has apparently confirmed that there is going to be a sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. And according to her quote, it's going to fucking rock. Which means it's going to be one of the worst movies. No, hold on. Hold on. I actually have been watching the first one. I am very surprised by how good it is. I am enjoying the first film. It's only good because Charlie's Theron comes out of coconut milk. What? What? <laughs> is there a scene when Charlie's Theron comes out of coconut milk or, you know, emulsion yeah, paint? She comes out of milk, yeah. She comes out of the milk. That was an interesting, that was a very interesting part, but I mean, the movie's really good so far, so... Um, I just, I'm just worried that Kristen Stewart has to say it has, you know, it's going to quote fucking rock. Uh, probably because she's screwing the director again, but that's a, oh. neither here nor there. Um, keep going. Sorry. Uh, my last one is that Hugh Jackman seems to have confirmed that there is going to be a cameo for Wolverine, and I'm not talking about Days of Future Past. He said in an interview that AX-Man, so that probably doesn't mean a female person, but an ex, one of the X-Men will be cameoing in the Wolverine, Hugh Jackman's film, which is supposed to be set years after uh, X-Men 3, The Last Stand. So now the speculation is, could it be Cyclops? Could it be Beast? They killed Cyclops off. So, can't be Cyclops. I have a feeling that it's going to be the Phoenix. They're going to bring back the Phoenix. And it's going to be either that or Marvel Girl. I don't know. Well, yeah, so, somebody's coming. We don't know who. I guess we'll find out when the film comes out. I think Apparently it's Shifty Knows. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Shifty Knows. Oh, brilliant. That bitch hasn't come back enough. Okay. Sorry, it's just... <laughs> hasn't she come back in every single movie? Who is it? 
Um, on the top, Lady Jane Grey. Jean Grey. So the yeah, and he dropped again. <laughs> oh, brilliant! But well, no, it's like X Men Two. She got killed off, and she came back for X Men Three. Now she's going to come back for Wolverine, and we, it's just... We'd like to welcome all our fans to the technical difficulties issue of the open book. <laughs> Do not adjust your set. Uh, We've stolen this... your remote. God, this is... There's one. <laughs> There's one. One, one down, 37,000 to go. I hope not, because if that's the case, we're in the show quickly. Um, you, you finish your stories. My quick stories are going to be this one right here, which is um, EFP is going to love. J.J. Abrams turned down Star Wars Episode 7. Oh. Which is interesting, because he was basically saying that he feels that these franchises could go up against each other, but I'm not thinking that far ahead. I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. And the idea of the world continuing is exciting and will be amazing. Kathy Kennedy is a friend, and there are no smarter producers. It's in great hands. So he turned down Star Wars Episode Seven. That's pretty crazy. Uh, and The Hobbit has surpassed 500 million worldwide. It's pretty crazy. They made a lot of money. I'm still here, right? Yes. Okay. It's just, it's, I'm not surprised. It's the big film that's come out everywhere within about a day of each other. Worldwide. So I'm glad to, uh, glad to see that they made some money on that. Um, let's jump into the, the awards. I, I want to get past this quickly. So let's see. I don't. I haven't really chosen any yet, actually. So we're gonna we're gonna do this off the top of my head, which is gonna be great. Um, let's start with actors and actresses. Uh, we're not doing best supporting. We're not gonna worry about that one. Well, okay? that's that was the way I was gonna angle in bloody Skyfall. No, no. Um, let's just go with best actor. Best actor, go for it. Best actor, Joshua Gordon-Levitt. Agreed. That's actually my choice also. Best Actress? Uh, my pick was Jennifer Lawrence. Why? Oh, wait. The Hunger Games. She made Hunger Games, but also she was very good in Silver Linings Playbook. For, I, I haven't been able to catch that annoyingly. I'm going to probably have to catch it on DVD or other sources, but she, apparently she's got a good role in that as well. I'm going to go with uh, Anne Hathaway. I'm just having a quick look. I'm having a quick look through some of the posts on Facebook. Uh, yeah, bring that up. Dustin Moorhead gives Best Actor for Lincoln, Daniel Day-Lewis, and oh, Emma Watson for Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's, yeah. Looking at some of the other picks. Denzel Washington for Flight. And Mind Wipe couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah, Mind Wipe being that. And I, I don't agree with one of his other picks, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, best uh, 
Best sci-fi film? For me, it's Looper. I'm trying to remember what sci-fi is. Uh, <laughs> Prometheus. Prometheus. Prometheus, because of, cor- of course it's an amazing film. Uh, Mindwipe also chose Prometheus. Uh, Shifty and Chat chose Looper. Dustin uh, Moorhead chose... Uh, D- Dustin, Looper. who is her own Disney and Chat, chose Looper as well. One I was going to mention, which I think is an underloved gem from last year but I didn't think was as good as Looper was Chronicle I thought that was a good take it was like Spider-Man meets um, like Project X or something like that super it bad looks interesting. I, was, I didn't get a chance to actually watch it myself it looks very interesting um, best action movie Skyfall Skyfall um, and actually, Skyfall was Mind Wipes' choice. Uh, the Raid Redemption was Lex Parker shifting chat. And Dark Knight Rises for Dustin Moorhead. Yeah, Ra- Raid is a very good film. If you like, if you like beat 'em up style films, Raid is so beautiful for that. Uh, best children's movie. If it's not the same as best animated. Yeah. Um, te- well, technically for me, it was the Muppets because it came out in February. But I'll amalgamate them into the two and I'll say uh, Pirates in Venture Scientists or it was known in America, Pirates Band of Misfits. Which was a good movie. I do definitely say that. Um, best children's movie for me is Record Ralph. I got the chance to finally watch it. It was an amazing movie. I absolutely loved it. Um, best children's movie for Mindwipe, Rise of the Guardians. Um, best animated Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, best yeah Wreck It Ralph. Uh, Shifty gives it to Brave. Brave, yeah, and Paranorman for Dustin. Which best animated? I'm not. I didn't go kids' way. I went for the adults, which was. Uh, Dark Knight or Dark Knight Returns, the Batman film. It was amazing. Best animated right there for me. So, best comedy. Simple Ted. Uh, didn't get a chance to actually see many comedies. That's the only problem for me. I can't give a comedy award here because I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of them. I didn't get a chance to watch Ted, so I can't give an award. Uh, Mindwipe's the only one who gave an award here that I can see, and he gave it to Iron Sky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go fair. with it. I'm going to go with it. Nazis, um, alien, Nazis and alien ships. That's pretty funny. That's drama. Um, to quote the movie, I'll go fuck yourself. Uh, because that's the code word that they used. Argo, brilliant film. It's probably going to win awards all around the place. Proves that Ben Affleck can direct, as well as appear in crap films with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> um, it, it's funny because I actually consider drama my superhero movie and best movie all three. Same thing. 
So I'm going to hold off on giving out what that is. Uh, Mindwipe gave best drama. It doesn't count. I'm going to straight up say it's not going to count. <laughs> um, Lex Parker gave it to Django Unchained, and Dustin Moorhead agreed and gave it to Argo. Mindwipe chose Doctor Who Christmas Special. It does not count. It is not a film. Snowman was good, though. I it it was. I will agree. I've, I'm halfway through it. It's really good so far. Best horror thriller. What do you got? Uh, my pick was Woman in Black. I really thought that was a very nice, creepy story. The way it went and proves that Daniel Radcliffe can do stuff other than Potter, like how. Emma Watson in Perks of Being a Wallflower can do stuff other than Potter. Rupert Grint, not so much. <laughs> then again, he hasn't done a lot since Potter. Uh, mine is actually going to be what uh, Lex Parker and Dustin Moore had both said. Cabin in the Woods. Amazing film. Did a great job. It was very funny in the fact that it wasn't supposed to be. It's a great movie. There were a few, I'm just going through here, there were a few that could have been in there. Raven, I left out, I enjoyed that. Sightseers, which is um, horror comedy. I mean, when you've got two serial killers on a road trip in a caravan, it's going to be pretty crazy. Actually, but then also, there was... A- hold on, hold on. Are we giving out awards for possibilities? Or are we giving out awards for the best? No, but I'm saying other films that people should catch. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait till the end. On that one. We'll wait till the oh end. Oh, God. Let me bring up the list. <laughs> just just wait. We'll, bring, we'll do that at the end. Um, worst film? Um, that's my boy. Because, <laughs> to be quite honest, if you have a film that kind of encourages uh, kids to rape adults, it's a very nice thing, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when the adult becomes Susan Sarandon. Her beer pad down. I just say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think two words are needed. <laughs> Remove tape. Now wait a minute. I go too far. <laughs> I go too far when I open my mouth. Oh, yeah, this is staying in. <laughs> oh, I think I've just been screwed over. Oh, it's good my. we aren't doing a best of open book for 2012, because that was going to make it. That would have been on I'm saving I... that for the best of 2013. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you are. Three words. Don't tempt me. I'm, I'm always tempting somebody, so I don't care. I'll leave it in. Do whatever you want with it. I don't care. Uh, I said it. Susan Rain is pretty hot. I'll give it up. Yeah. That banger. That banger. I don't care. Um, we're talking about what? Worst film? I don't know. I didn't watch many movies this year. I don't think I can really say a worst film. Give me one second. Let me take a look at something, and I might be able to choose one. I'll go through some of the other picks. Uh... Worst film from Sir Owen Disney was Last Ounce of Courage. I haven't even heard of that. It's probably a good that I haven't heard of it. 
Um, Lex uh, Shifty says Underworld Awakening. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Um, Mind Wipe says Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, he should. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. I really don't. That was a horrible decision. Quite a lot of people didn't like Dark Knight Rises. Quite a lot didn't like Skyfall. Eh, good. They can screw themselves. <laughs> the Sitter. The Sitter. I'm going to go with that one. Absolutely horrible film. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we're good on that because I'm like, we're kind of like. Yeah, it's, it had some redeeming qualities. When you <laughs> I think start it's out better than film, that's. I think it's better than that's my boy. <laughs> if you start out a film with basically the main character going down on a female, yeah, horrible. Not a good. Not a good starting point. Um, the film that didn't need to have a sequel or another sequel this year. Uh quite obviously it's Paranormal Activity 4 I mean come on you're using Xbox Connect in a movie doesn't even work as a video game peripheral yes it does what are you talking about well come on it follow, it, it, it's, it's got more intelligence than T-1000 if that thing had legs it would throttle you to death yeah it would it's, it's a deadly, deadly tool I need to plug one back in that reminds me um, I agree. Twilight. I don't need to see all four films, especially when the fact they're re- rebooting the entire series. Um, which is what Mind White put in his his Twilight. Uh, Lex Parker put in Underworld Awakening, and Dustin put in Paranormal Activity. Agree with you, Ashley. And one, see, this is where I want to enter a special one: ending of the year. Uh, Ending of the year is Twilight because they have a bit where they have a fight scene, and then it turns out that fight scene where loads of people died was just a dream. Of course it was. What a swerve. Uh best ending, Dark Knight Rises. I don't I don't care what anybody says. Dark Knight Rises, straight up. They shot well, they didn't edit it properly. I don't care. The ending they that just, I watched. They should have done the inception ending. No. Freeze, for, gone to Kane's face, saw him smile, and that's it. No. Not even, not even look at, uh, you know, King George VI giving his speech. What? <laughs> I'm not giving away. This isn't a spoiler show. So I'm not giving away. This the is the spoiler. last show of the year. I don't care. This is the last show of the year. Go ahead. No, straight up, he is looking, and this is one of the big things. We don't know if he was grief-stricken. We don't know anything. It doesn't matter what no one came out and said. It doesn't matter what anybody has said. We don't know if he was grief-stricken. We don't know if that really was Bruce Wayne. We don't know if that was um, Selena Kyle. We don't know anything. I I believe it was them. Other people are still are coming out with the theories that he was grief-stricken. He was seeing what he wanted to see. So I mean, it's just one of those things. And that, that's why I think it would have worked if you just if it stayed with his face and he just smiled and nodded. No, see, then people have been like, "What? What are you talking about? What is this?" No, because then mean, it leaves the air of mystery. 
Oh, actually, no. Best ending of the year, Schwarmer. Because we didn't even fucking get it in UK. No, you didn't. That's still Harry's part. Um, okay, best superhero movie. Avengers. It's one of my films of the year. It's not the film of the year, but I enjoyed that so much. I think I, I saw it twice. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Best movie. Oh, wait. Skyfall. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Best superhero movie. Mindwipe Avengers. Lex Parker. Avengers. Dustin. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, best movie of the year? Skyfall. My God, Skyfall. It had me laughing. It had me crying. It had me cheering. It had me doing all sorts of emotions. I had a tie. I couldn't just give it to one. And I'm sorry. I had a tie. Uh, Dark Knight Rises and Skyfall. I couldn't choose one or the other. I just couldn't. Um, I'm questioning Lex's choice for this one, but I'm going <laughs> to... Um, Mine Wipe's choice was The Hobbit. Dustin Moorhead's was Django Unchained. Lex Parker's... Oh, that was his favorite. Excuse me, that's favorite. Um, best movie is Django Unchained. His favorite movie is John Carter. Of Mars. Sure, whatever. Um, so, little... It's just... No, I want to call it John Carter of Mars because then it would have been much better, probably. Whoever the marketing execs were at Disney saying... Oh, let's drop off Mars and leave it as a mystery that it's on Mars, even though it clearly shows in all the trailers and in all the publicity we've done that it's on Mars. You idiots. Okay, we'll go with it. Um, trying to make a final decision. Uh, I'm going to read this email. If we, we're, we're going to take phone calls. We're going to take one or two phone calls. Um... Ashley, how can they get in contact with us? Because I'm going to go and open up the phone while I uh, You can call in with Skype by using by adding the user Sunday Night Showdown to your friends, buddy list, whatever. You can call in to 501-588-7957. Or if you're in the US, you can call in toll-free on 888-890-9618. If you're in the chat room, the info's just above the chat room, so you can get the numbers and everything you need there. Okay. With him saying that... Yeah, I'm just looking at Bronx, yeah. Uh, the, the weird thing is to, the, the remake to Total Recall was closer to the book than uh, the original did. Okay, be quiet. I got an email to read. Oh, all right, yeah, L-Train, the email I'm going to hate. Okay, um, this is from L-Train. Hopefully I don't drop during this email. We'll see. Hey, yo, guys. Thank you, Scott Hall. Okay, hold on. Hey, yo, guys. Hey, yo. That was horrible. Um, <laughs> after listening to last week's archive, I have a question for each of you. Sean, since Far Cry 3's release was apparently outside of the qualification window for the VGAs, do you think Voss will be a nomination for Character of the Year at next year's show? No, it won't. I'm going to straight up say that now because of the fact that it was so late in this year, so early in next year, they won't even consider it. I will say I did beat Far Cry, uh, Far Cry 3. The ending is absolutely insane. 
both endings. Absolutely insane. And after hearing Ashley's mention, a Journey Unfinished Swan bundle for UK PS3 Gamer, is there any word of the same being done for the North America gamers? Haven't heard anything. Sorry. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I think it was just part of the PS PSN Europe's 12 Days of Christmas thing that they did. But they'll be on sale eventually. Okay. And finally, this part of the email is being utilized for something I'd hope to do on the final WNL and TNA chat live, but it was unable to do due to job constraints. Following on something I did for the first time last year called the Top 3 Lines Heard on the SNS Radio Network 2012. However, I have made three honorable mentions to give credit to. The power Andy Knowles on the Pro Wrestling Rewind was not enjoying the Rock's second annual Rock concert, saying it sounded like he had gargled with the orgasmic juices of the Divas. <laughs> JJ, God help us. And that's an honorable mention, people. Uh, JJ on the Sunday Night Showdown coverage of TLC uttering the wonderfully liquored up line, A Hurricane Rana? By John Cena? Am I really that drunk? <laughs> or did that really just happen? Yes. And finally, anytime the Bronx Wilder has done any form of rapping on the network this year, from Digital Underground to Battling Farley, you did the damn thing this year, Bronx, and have really earned your spot on the network. I agree. I agree immensely there. Um, Top three. Third place actually goes to the host of the open book. He meets the co-host. Um... Ashley, I know it was simply a misphrasing of things, but face it, man. There's no way anyone could utter the words, I am the... <laughs> oh, Lord. I can't remember this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh man. Um, <laughs> there's no way anyone can utter the words, I am the... <laughs> See, I'm not going to find out what this is. Isn't it All fun? I'm getting is giggling. Isn't it fun watching the host have a complete and utter breakdown live on the air? <laughs> okay, tuned. let me try to get through this. There's no way anyone can master the word, utter the words, I am the master of blowing things without getting clowned on at least a little. Congrats, you are the nail of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry, that was... <laughs> Just I got to say I was the master of the other way around. Oh, Lord. Second place goes to... I can't even see right now. My eyes are burning. Oh. Right right now, Sean is praying that Skype drops. <laughs> I'm not open for... I'm, I'm not. Like top three, though, but not top one. <laughs> um, second place goes to JJ Sexay, all the way back to the SNS Royal Rumble picks. After this first five numbers were high spots given away to some of the... Most racially diverse listeners, per se, which JJ, which had JJ say, all the white people are going to get the low numbers. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and the number one spot, let's face it, just about anything can be said on the SNS radio network. But even with that said, I don't think anyone expected to hear the words, I always wanted to see someone hit by, get hit by a car. Yeah. So clearly, this year goes to who else but the motherfucking trade dog. <laughs> well, that's it yeah. for me. Great stuff this year, guys, and I'll see you in 2013. Peace, L Train. Good, good email. No, d- no doubt that <laughs> that hit by a car line, along with many others, are going to be on the best of WNL podcast coming uh, coming next week. I I'm sorry I could not get through that line. 
I was just completely caught off and guard as soon as course, I saw it. It's going to get broadcast as well in the usual slot where WNL would be on Tuesday. On New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a, it's a cool thing to actually get to hear that. I mean, a good good email, train. I'll definitely give that up. I, uh, I was very caught off guard. I didn't read the full email. I saw the first three. I was like, okay, this is interesting. I'm glad to see that I was not in the top lines, but uh, I'm sure next year I will for my earlier phrase. Hopefully not. We'll see. Um, no one's called in, so... You had your chance, people. Just just because you're giggling like the school goes, you could have called in. So, yeah, we're going to go with it. Um, no one called in, so we're going to go ahead and kill the phone lines off. Uh, I do need to get to bed here in a few minutes. I got to get the uh, write up done and to brass eye here in a second. Um, last show of the year, guys. This is the last live show of the year. How's it feel? Feels interesting. It's uh, definitely one of those things that I did not expect to be the last show of the year. Um, Ashley, anything you want to say with it being the last show of the year? Hope everybody had a productive 2012. Thanks to everybody for letting me be part of the network, be it JJ, Trey, all the other hosts, Sean, for letting me co-host on here, and Randy and Sandro for helping me out on whole indie, because to be quite honest, my discovery of indie wrestling now is making me more interested than most of the mainstream product at the minute. But well, I mean, hope I, everybody happy New Year to everyone as well, and we'll see you Jan fourth. Yeah, we'll. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, we got to talk about that after the show, even though we'll be a second. Um, I definitely thank you for being on the show, Brassley. I thank you for being my pro- my producer. Um, last show of the year. Just one of those things. I'm uh, glad to be here. I think uh, thank everybody, all the listeners, definitely for being here with us. Uh, Bronx for being a supporter, no matter what. He's uh, definitely sent me a few messages here and there, giving me the approval of some of the things. Uh, JJ, for giving me the chance. Definitely very happy to be here. Last show of the year. We've come a long way, I think. We've definitely come a long way. And uh, next year will be full of fun, uh, good one-liners, as in Ashley's line. That's I'm not going to forget now that I've said that I've heard it, that I've seen it. Uh, it's nearly as good as the Master of Unlocking. In fact, no, it's better. Uh, my one line I can't I'm not going to get get away from of oh, the you know, Susan Sarandon <laughs> somehow I yeah. think L train is like shit that would have replaced it he probably is he's probably like I'm going to put this on on uh, Twitter I'm going to get an that. email saying next week saying I need to make an amendment probably um it, it's been a crazy year I definitely want to say that. And next year we're going to come, we're going to come back. We're going to come better. 
we're going to come back yeah, stronger. That's the first time Bronx heard it because we're just in the chat room. <laughs> yeah, Bronx, it's been said. You know you do it too. Even with your funky eyes, you do it too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, with that, I mean, we do have, of course, the, uh, we have a Wrestling News Live. Ping. Yeah, I might as I might as well go for it because uh, Sean will be away for a minute because once again, good old Skype and Death Hey, there's the red box that popped up. Bye, Sean. <laughs> so we've got Wrestling News Live this Tuesday at nine Eastern, the the best of compilation show, and as announced today on the Facebook page. Two weeks' time, January the 8th, tentatively scheduled, so not fully confirmed yet, but get your questions in on Facebook, people. Uh, tentative interview with John Morrison. Yep, which pretty I, big interview. Yeah, Ooh. looking forward to. He's back, everybody. Yes. Hide, hide. <laughs> we have figured out that it is a Skype. I'm not having inter- any internet problems. It is Skype pretty much saying screw you. It's all all the 30 million people on Skype going, why are we using Skype? I don't know. What what were we doing? I'm sorry. I'm completely... I finished talking about WNL and uh, it's the the best of show coming next week and then the week after the tentative schedule interview with Joma. Which is pretty huge. Definitely props to JJ and the rest of the guys for getting that. Um, Of course, you got TNA Chat Live next Thursday with the Bronx father himself. At 10.30 right after Impact. Hopefully there's no problems. Next One Friday you'll 13. have... What? One three thirteen. Don't oh. make me put on my sting face paint. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, next Friday, of course, you have the Open Book live at 11, possibly 11.30 next week. I haven't fully decided yet. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it later. Um, what podcast do they have? Oh, you don't want to mention Sunday Night Showdown in a couple of weeks? Well, Sunday Night Showdown every live pay-per-view weekend. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, podcast, couple on hiatus at the minute, Hardway and uh, Running the Ropes, even though it is a live show, but you can catch the archives of them on the page if you uh, have missed out on any of the episodes from them. Uh, shows that sh- will be coming this week. Beyond the Bell with Sean Beckerman, uh, the Elite Force podcast, both the... I think that, I think there was a midweek one with uh, the guys, uh, with uh, Chuck W., I'm not sure. I don't think there was, because it was festive season. But certainly the weekend edition with Walkie and Mindwipe. Chuck might be involved with that as well, given it'll be the last EFP of the year. So check that out. And then hopefully, if we can record it on the weekend, it will be with you a few days late. But a special episode of the whole indie show. Well, we will talk news, but it will be around a pay-per-view. It will be like Sunday Night Showdown, except for an indie show, just as something different, and also because we can't review anything because there's nothing happening at the minute because it's Christmas. So, that's all the shows on the network. Um, 
as always, I do do this. Uh, Ashley, anything you want to say before we leave? Uh, no, yeah, I hope everybody has a good new year. Brass eye? Well, other than the Susan Sarandon gangbang video, which will be available soon, <laughs> Sean does not star in it. Uh, the only other thing I can think of is to be mildly offensive. Happy Gentile Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> oh my! Um, I said course. mildly offensive. You took care. I of hope the nobody's going to uh, try and adopt any Russian kids. You took care of the hardcore offensiveness tonight, Sean. I don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully, no Americans try to adopt any Russian kids. They're not allowed to now. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I am the voice of the voiceless, the sensational sequel, sensational Sean. Tonight, it seems I'm the sensational dropped, sensational Skypean death dropped. It has been, like I said, a very crazy year. Um, thank you all for listening throughout this entire year. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you to the archive listeners. You guys help us keep the show going. Um, if you guys have, if you archive listeners have anything to say, Anything you want to say to us, email me. Um, openbook at snsradionetwork.com. I want to hear from you guys. Do it on Facebook. Do it on something. I want to hear from you guys. I want you people to complain about. No, no complaining. No complaining. Um, Why is Sean so infatuated with Ripley? What? Okay, Ripley, alien. Oh, that's. Wow. That's not Susan Sarandon. Ashley. No, it's not. <laughs> Even I know that. What the fuck? It's you're a- done. You're done, Ashley. Just mute yeah. out, please. You're mute out, please. Holy shit. I'm not, I'm not even muting out. I am, I'm getting off this call. I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> hey, kids. You want to watch a show, Tank? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. I, I can't he hung believe up. you just said that. He didn't even Skype in Death Drop. He, he hung up. Yeah, he's supposed to be the one that knows the entertainment stuff. Okay, with that, um, <laughs> we are going to end the show with something. I don't remember. What, is, what are we ending the show with? A rap song? A Christmas rap song? Oh, yeah, that's right. We're ending the. the <laughs> Hi, welcome to yeah. Smack Death Syndrome. Can I help you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're in the show with a Christmas song. People are saying Sigourney Weaver is Ripley. She is. She is. Oh, Susan Sarandon, yeah. Uh, Uh, Ashley, shut up, please. I'm going to go stick my head in a bucket. I'll be back. (laughs) Ashley, you're done. You're done with the show. Wow. (laughs) There you go. Truly the master of blowing. (sighs) Can we get out of here, please? (laughs) Let's end the show. The song is... Santa is a gangsta. It's a Christmas song. Hope you all enjoy it. We'll catch you guys in 2013. Hopefully not with the dumb Ashley that we have tonight or the Skype and death drops that we have had. Uh, enjoy. We will catch you guys next week. Of course, this is the open book. Later. Yeah. Y'all know what time it is. 11.50 p.m. December 24th. Uh, 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 I'm getting ready. I'm wasting.
Lacing up my cold black boots I got my cap on straight And I'm sipping on a deuce deuce I've been eating chocolates for a month To remind me the big night's coming Got the whole crew behind me It's reindeer's biatch I flip the sweatch I'm judging mad kids Like I was Justice Scalia It's the good ones The bad ones Committing little crimes I make a big ass list And I check that if your name's got a puss and you're getting hooked up Gonna wait to find a fat ass present in the box Your name's got a negative, you better watch your ass I'm putting coal in your socks, motherfuckers I know what you did I see you when you're sleeping, bitch, I know where you live Everybody wants to try to hate the player, hate the game Little G's around the world know my name Cause Santa is a motherfucking Santa Claus is coming Right near Santa's Santa is a They do all my work for me. So why don't you just f me? Hold me, I'm a Santa Claus is coming. Right near Santa Pass. Santa Claus is coming. So you better watch your ass. Speaking of this, you checking that in the North Pole, not the South. Santa Claus is coming. And you're gonna get a candy cane in your mouth. Yeah, all you naughty boys and naughty girls out there. Watch your step. Yeah. All you copycat bitches in the shopping malls. How many of you motherfuckers got chocolate shaped like you? Damn. Yo, SC. Yeah, In the house. Christmas. Uh. I can send this out to Dopey. Haven't seen you a while, motherfucker. I wear pajamas. I'm so wrong.